Hey, this is Ross and Clint, and welcome to The Ology Show. I know all of y'all at home are wondering, what is The Ology what Show? What is The Ology? So it's The underscore ology and ology is a study of anything and, and that's one of the things we're most fascinated uh, fascinated about up here at the ready lab is trying to study and stuff you know we have radiology we have humorology which is a study of humor and its impact in performance and life and then today's is probably one of the most significant ones where we're, we're talking about herology right right we're studying uh came out of the carnegie pro- project uh and this one's from the hero fund commission and this carnegie carnegie project studies and talks about brings recognition to people that have done heroic things, just average everyday Joes, being good people, being Samaritans, but have truly done something extraordinary to where they saved a life or they endangered themselves in order to save someone's life. Right. You know, Bull Bull Halsey, Admiral Bull Halsey, one of those quotes that you learn at the Naval Academy that I love a lot is, "There there are no extraordinary men. Just extraordinary circumstances that ordinary men are forced to deal with, and we can drop women in there just as easily. Man, that's such a powerful statement, you know, because that just doesn't only include, you know, people that have served as being heroes. And a lot of times people have a tendency to do that. Yeah. And it's just it's just not the case. It yeah. couldn't be further from the truth. But that, that was part of the Carnegie uh, inception is you wanted to study heroism uh, absent from professions where that's the expectation. So part of the criteria, right? Part of the criteria is you, you cannot be in a profession where heroism is an expectation, right? Mm, right, right. And actually, I was doing some research on this, and it turns out that Andrew Carnegie was actually inspired to do this when a coal mine collapsed in his state, and there was a, a bunch of brave men that uh, put their lives at risk in order to save others. That inspired him yeah. so much that this is what came out That's of cool. it. That's cool. That's really yeah. neat. So let's get into it. So. Who are we studying today? Well, we're studying Andrea Ivy Webb. She's actually from Corsicana, Texas. Yeah. And I'm going to read a little brief bio, uh, a little synopsis of what happened. Uh, Andrea Ivy Webb rescued Kimberly D. Crow and 17 other students from assault in Ennis, Texas, May 15, 2001. Kimberly, 16, the other students, and their teacher, Miss Webb, who was 53 at the time, were in high school. We're in a high school classroom when another student, a boy, 16, entered the room, produced a loaded revolver, and held them at gunpoint. Mm-hmm. She stood between her students and the assailant. Miss Webb talked to the, assi- the assailant, asking him to release the others. He refused and instead told Miss Webb to leave the room. Forfeiting this opportunity to flee, Miss Webb offered herself as a hostage wow. in the student's place. Uh, the assailant allowed all of the students except Miss, uh, except Kimberly to leave the room, and then he and Kimberly talked. Miss Webb, shielding Kimberly behind her, wow. uh, she beco- uh, noticed he was becoming more agitated. The assailant approached Miss Webb, aimed the gun at her, then turned and fired into a nearby television. Mm. Uh, he then put the gun to his head mm. and fired again, inflicting a mortal wound. Miss Webb pushed Kimberly to the floor and shielded her with her body. Police soon arrived and removed Kimberly and Miss Webb from the classroom. Wow. Wow. That's incredible. That is incredible. I mean, you think about that. Just, just the um, just the peace of mind, like the confidence. Like there's questions you got to uh, ask and answer for yourself before you put yourself in that position where you're just deliberately – putting yourself between harm's way and those who've been entrusted to you. There's no work up to it either. No. It just immediately happens. Yeah, you don't there's no that's not continuing education. Yeah. That, that, that is a that is something that um 
everybody would like to think that they're going to do. It went from a two to a ten yeah. in, ter- in terms of fast. intensity, fast, and it's almost like she doesn't she didn't hesitate. Yeah. So like that brings me to like like why why would someone why would she do that? Uh, whenever he obviously he told her to get out of the room, he right. had the you know the whole class. She had an out. out. She had an out. She had an out. Yeah. She had an out. She didn't take it. That's one of the. So when we do the herology, we're all going to ask ourselves three questions: like, hey, why, why, why did they uh, do that? And then what, what did we learn from it? And then what's our other question? Well, we're going to ask why. You yeah. know, like, like what's the reasoning behind this? this yeah. So I mean, why she did it? I mean, I, I think she, it's very clear that she took seriously her role as a steward of the souls that were in her classroom. I mean, I, I bet if we looked at her history, we would find, you know, moment after moment of her doing more than the minimum as a teacher. Do you think that, like, if we could, like, be a fly on the wall throughout her life and see her, we might be able to observe, like, hey, if this woman was ever put into a situation, she kind of has that it, that it about her that yeah. where she could perform. Yeah, I, I, bet, I bet you'd see this kind of like this um, – heroic tendencies mm-hmm. right and, and that's one of the things i think is fascinating about heroism is it's 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 as often all these little things like when you look at someone who's just done the right thing over and over again been a, right. been a teacher for 37 years yeah. like that's that's for me i think heroism is either like prolonged exposure to hard things for to right. benefit someone other than yourself or hyper acute hyper intense moments right sure sure so it's either like mother Teresa, and this is just your life mm-hmm. or it's this one moment where no one but you can do this thing and yeah. i bet to your point if we if we kind of kind of took a time machine and popped in in moments of her life and just sure. observed we see this person that was more than likely exhibited these heroic tendencies throughout her life and, and was very likely surrounded by strong men and women Right, that helped shape that personality. Who made that the expectation, right? Who who really forced that to blossom and come out. And I look back again, I know I've just said this, but like, man, heroism and being heroic is not reserved for people in uniform, I swear. And some of the most pivotal times in history, we've relied on civilians. We've relied on teachers. We've relied on mechanics and and random people throughout just, just to... We really needed you to step up at that time and save someone's life or save, in this case, a group of... Uh, what, 17 kids total? 17 other students, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, I, and I think that's something that's important to us, and I think it's why you know you being a, a veteran, myself being a veteran, and, and you in some really remarkable battles that were, and brutal battles that we were part of, and then myself being a part of the special operations community. One of the reasons we're so excited about doing the heroology is to kind of redistribute that focus mm-hmm. to the everyday, every... Uh, every man, every woman right. who is every bit as heroic. Give is, them the is recognition they deserve. Hundred percent, right? Yeah. You know, and and it's neat to see. And I watched Marcus Luttrell do this, man. When Marcus calls someone heroic, um, coming from him, what it means to them is is really powerful. Right, right. So we asked why, and we we the and that's to ask the purpose. And I think it's like you said, she was a steward, and she probably took that very seriously. Yeah. Um, What's remarkable about this story? Like, what do you uh, find? I think what's remarkable about it, it's, I mean, there was, it's, it's very binary. I mean, this is going to go one way or the other. Like, there's no gray space. Yeah, yeah. Got a gun, clearly ready to use it. You know, Corsican is kind of a rural area. I mean, it's, it's a little bit of country town, sure. right? So it's not like you're dealing with someone who hasn't, you know, just found that gun. I mean, this is a, this is a rural environment. So I, what's remarkable about that is how 
hyper acute, hyper intense, and hyper real it was. I mean, there is no, hey, I wonder how this is going to shake out. It's like, hey, th- this is going to shake out this way yeah. if I don't do this thing. She made the hard right when there was an easy oh, out. Yeah. And, and that's in a situation where, A, what I like to say, you're, you're playing for keeps when yeah. life and death is on the yeah, line. Yeah. And B, like... It's, it's like she recognized that and just immediately, immediately chose yeah. her someone else over herself. I know? wonder if we asked her, and I bet if we asked her, I bet it would not have occurred to her mm-hmm. to take the out. You know, and they say, uh, I know in the, in the teams they always say, like, we, like that, that individual, uh, they valued we over me. Yeah. In this situation, she wasn't valuing me yeah, or, there was no or we. There was no we about it because in this, she had to have known that yeah. her life was going to be in danger. So yeah. she strictly valued the group that she might be separated from yeah. uh, uh, soonly, or very quickly. That's really that's really powerful, man. There's no there's no me. There's no we. There's only mine. Mm-hmm. These are mine, and I got to yeah. protect mine. And that's definitely something that we see on the battlefield wow. when actual people are hero- heroic on the battlefield. Is that they actually choose the herd yeah. and the herd by itself without. The them over themselves yeah. you know and that's just absolutely remarkable so what do we just learn here yeah i think um f- for me as i as i go through these one of the things i i, I think what we feel we ha- what we fill our head with has a lot to do with how we perform um, you got to be super bowl ready and you never know when the super bowl is going to come right and right. so i think you say, we say this all the time you don't rise to the occasion you sink the level of your training mm-hmm. and so for me one of the reasons I'm, i love you know, you always want to position yourself to be heroic in the moment you need to, to yourself and to others. Sure. And that's why hero, Herology is such a fascinating show for us because it's we're populating our minds with this uh, how to be here, when to be here, who else has been it. I mean, you're kind right. of setting the high tide, right? Sure. Setting the watermark. Sure. Yeah, for me, I mean, it was it, again. It was just the fact that she she made all those decisions so, so quickly. Fast. Yeah, that that's key. And anyone that's been in a gunfight knows that, you know, strong, swift, and right decision making. Uh, it has to be timed right. It has to happen on the fly. Is imperative for mission success. Yeah. And this woman exhibit exhibited every bit of that. So she's right. amazing. She's amazing. Absolutely. Well, hey, this is Clinton Ross. Uh, reminded you to to. To be heroic, be a heroic version of yourself. Always remember, tune into the ologies. We're going to study a lot of different things, not just heroism. So we'll get back get back at you soon. Thanks for tuning in. Signing off.